Welcome to Every Day is Macaroni. I'm Joy Alfred Brand. And I'm Juliette Connell. And we're the hosts of Everyday Macaroni, the podcast. This podcast is a look at the lighter side of life, where we talk about our adventures as a modern blended family. So sit back, relax, and prepare to have your funny bone tickled. Welcome back to the podcast, listener. Boy, do we have a treat for you. In this episode, we talk about the culinary world of veggie pies and... Take a taste into the world of international home cooking style cuisine (laughs) with a little medieval pie making thrown in for good effect. This episode is special, listener, because we actually have a sample of deliciousness for your listening and viewing pleasure. You'll have to listen in to see what I mean. Without further ado, I present the following episode that I'm calling Vegetable Pie. It's delicious, the pie. Really, really delicious. (laughs) Okay, now this is a little bit different because we actually have an exhibit for this episode, right? Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) So what I'm going to do, because this is... No, it's not exhibitionary, it's an exhibit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) because we've talked a little bit about food in the past, right? The food situation. Mm -hmm. All right, so... This past weekend was Halloween. For the Halloween party that we had at the house, Ron made a pizza oven on the back of our outdoor fireplace. He built a pizza oven. And so everyone came over for Halloween celebration. One good thing about your family is whenever we're getting together for some kind of an event or celebration or whatever, then... (laughs) (laughs) Little technical difficulties... Da, na, 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 na. <laughs> oh my god, for real. Here, maybe maybe it'll work better if I go like this. What I'm doing is I'm setting up my iPhone here a little bit so we can videotape this as we are going through it. And that way I can upload it onto my Instagram with the hashtag everyday macaroni. And so everyone can enjoy the the splendor. The splendor. <laughs> that is vegetable pie. <laughs> well, and I can't remember what he called it. Okay, so let's start at the beginning. Okay. okay. Before we do the unveiling here. Now, it's rare that we actually have an example of, of what's going on. I feel like you're unveiling some sort of archaeological find. You know, like there's well, a mummy under that <laughs> tin. <laughs> I, I, think the, I think the vegetables are mummified. <laughs> never seen before (laughs) well (laughs) the elusive (laughs) vegetable pie (laughs) the issue here is we've talked a little bit about the food in the past and now we actually have a physical specimen that everyone can (laughs) can see so hang on i'm gonna check where's my scalpel (laughs) right well oh here's the scalpel if you want to give some background I'm not quite sure that that's Spanish, but okay. <laughs> well, well, those of us that know my parents know that they put everything they have into making these dishes. My mom will make traditional Spanish empanada, and she will decorate the whole top of it. She'll even put your initials on it if you're going to, to dinner there. So they do spend an extreme amount of time 
making all these dishes and where they research some of these things I don't know I don't know if it comes from memory I don't know if it's family old recipes I can't imagine it's YouTube <laughs> but this one in particular I would say came from like Henry VIII era <laughs> what's that four and twenty blackbirds baked in a pie <laughs> what is that uh nursery rhyme <laughs> it is a nursery rhyme right first of all let me say this is a surprise mm -hmm. i did not know they were making a dish i'm sorry i interrupted you and i shouldn't have no i mean all i was saying is that they take great pride in making what they think is a really good dish and if it turns out not so great they still are very happy that they've incorporated half of their day baking whatever they were making, whatever it was that they were making, three or four hours before it's actually served. Well, they do put a lot of work into it. <laughs> I will say that. They put a yeah. lot of work into it. Mm -hmm. In fact, do you recall last year during the pandemic mm. when your mother made the empanada and she spelled out stay home on top of it? <laughs> if you want to see a picture of it, search hashtag everyday macaroni. You'll and see she, it. She might have had two people on either end, you know, six feet apart. Maybe. <laughs> social, two little stick people. Social distance empanada. I don't mm -hmm. know. And she made an empanada for my sister and oh, spelled she? Mickey on it. Nice. I think if I, if I remember, I might have a picture of that too somewhere. If but you're I'm not lucky, sure. that's what you get for your birthday. An empanada with your initials on it. Oh, no. I disagree. If you're lucky, what you get for your birthday is tortilla. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite. Oh, that's my favorite too. Yeah. Potato that's tortilla. That's my favorite. Tortilla. But yes, it has but, to be warm. And it has to be plain. And you can't have anything plain. in it. No onions. No <laughs> peppers. Okay. So, I All think right. for tonight's... You're going to let the unveiling? Oh, yeah. I think I've drank more than enough <laughs> to get this to get, get through this segment. <laughs> <laughs> well... For, for this particular episode, we're going to do a little taste test mm -hmm. of this unique physical specimen of culinary delight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so they brought it over in this state, right? So basically, it's a cheesecake pan. Right. Upside down. Right. On a very nice china plate, mm -hmm. right? I don't know where the plate came from, but whatever. Let's go ahead and give it a lift. All right. All right. Ready? Is it, can you just lift it? Is that I, all I you think do? So. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Oh, it did. Oh, look at well, that. Well, there you go. Yes, look at that. Okay, let's put this down right here. Now look. Okay, okay. now watch yourself. Blackbirds are coming out of that. <laughs> okay, well, as you can see, so again, yesterday was Halloween. Ron had the new pizza oven up and going. Everybody came over. And what's great about your family is whenever we're having some kind of an event like that, everybody wants to chip in. Oh, yeah. Which Everyone chips in, they all bring something, mm -hmm. and they typically will never turn down an invitation. Ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. True. Very, very true. Mm -hmm. And so, for whatever reason, your parents decide it's a great idea to make this, what I think your dad calls a vegetable pie, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Okay. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to move it closer to the camera so you can have a look. And actually, do you, think you can do that by yourself. I mean, it is kind of heavy. <laughs> it's pretty dense, I it want really to say. Is. Now, here's my understanding of what's in it. Okay. Uh -huh. It's some kind of crust. Right. I, it's I, like a pie crust. Well, yeah, I guess it's like a pie crust. And I want to say it's probably pre made pie crust that you buy in the supermarket, right? Okay. Don't you think? Yeah. Okay. Some kind of crust. And the inside of it has vegetables and hard-boiled eggs right 
Okay. Completely void of onions and peppers. As far as you know. <laughs> as far as I know. <laughs> that could not be, that might not be right. Because I, I did specifically ask. Mm-hmm. And he laughed and <laughs> said, no. Which could, which might not be true. No, they could be shoved in there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For Cause, sure. Because uh, clearly you on your own can't decide what you do and do not like. <laughs> Because I've told your mother repeatedly. No, you know what it's all about? It's all about making it once. That's what they were all about. Making it once. So they're going to make it the way they like it. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to hide the fact that whatever it is I don't like mm. isn't really in there. <laughs> and if they deny it, they're golden unless I spot something. Mm-hmm. And I've become really good at that, haven't I? <laughs> well, yeah, we could talk about the spaghetti sauce I made. And you're like, ah, oh, there's no onions in here, right? And I took a stick blender. And I blended that sauce until it was liquid. And, of course, the one tiny sliver microscopic piece of onion, you find it and dig it out. What's this, Joy? I know. The offensive onion. (laughs) But I have been in situations where, say, for example, Ron doesn't like spicy food, right? Here we are. We're over there. We're eating something. Let's say they've made tacos or some kind of weird enchilada concoction. You know how that Mm -hmm. goes, right? Oh, yeah. So you see, those are easy to kind of stick stuff in there. Yeah. Because they've right. got all that sauce on there. Right. And they're using stuff up. Mm-hmm. Right. And so Ron will say, is it spicy? And your dad will say, no, no, it's not spicy. No. And then Ron will take a bite and there's jalapenos in <laughs> and it. And there's right? like flames coming right, out right, of his ears. <laughs> right. And, and Ron will say, dad, I asked you if it was spicy. What's in here? What, what's in here? And, and your dad will say, oh, no, nothing. No. Okay. Maybe pickled jalapeno. Maybe, but no, nothing spicy. No. And Ron's like, oh my God. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to move it closer to the camera. Okay. If you want to see it again, you can see it on my, I'm going to put this on my Instagram. So hang on a second. Talk amongst yourselves. Oh. It does look like four and, four and 20 black No, birds. like Anne Boleyn made it in her kitchen. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm officially recording on my iPhone 11. So you can have a, have a look at this. <laughs> bit of delicious culinary delight here okay. and, and and you know i mean to be fair we haven't actually tried it no we haven't okay so it might be delicious let's start out saying this is a delicious bit of vegetable pie and see where that takes us okay <laughs> i don't know the reason there's a slice missing is because your dad, who made this culinary masterpiece, mm. decided yesterday, I, I want to try. I want to, oh, can you cut a little slice? Just a little one. I want to try and see. So that's why there's a little bit missing. Okay. Okay, so how do you want to do this? I have the implement of destruction. Well, okay, cut into it. I was just going to take my fork and dive really? in. Really? Go ahead and cut it. <laughs> Look, it's all vegetables and an egg. <laughs> No, there's more than one egg in there. Well, yeah, I guess so. So it's all vegetables, and then God, this thing weighs boiled like, I, eggs. I don't know how many. Here, let me try to get part of the egg there. I don't know. If well, I can. Y- yeah, cut a well, couple of slivers so that there's enough there to. Okay. Oh, there's olives. I see an olive. No, is that a mushroom? I can't tell. I don't know. Get in there. Go ahead. Mm. You first. All right. You get a forkful, and I'll get a forkful. All right. L- let me find my piece. Hold on a second. <laughs> see, yes, this I'm, is what happens. I'm cherry picking. I, I, I don't want that carrot. Okay, wait. <laughs> okay. Okay, I've got a piece. Ooh, ooh. I would rather have the carrot and have a little bit of egg. Okay. okay. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. It fell. Wait a second. Okay, like, you ready? Okay, ready? One, two, three. three. Okay. 
So it's not bad. It's not bad. It really isn't. As a matter of fact, maybe if we would have put this in the oven and, and it was hot, he's got cheese in there. So if the cheese would have gotten melty hot, I, I what? Because I think it that, that there's bitter? a there's what? a binding thing. It's probably the spinach, but I think that if it were hot, you know, it would it would taste like spinach or artichoke dip with 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 egg and carrot. <laughs> I think it does have egg in it. Well, not just not just a hard boiled egg, but it might have egg. As a binder or whatever. Yeah, I think it would. I mean, it would have to have uh, a binder in there. Okay, I'm just going to go in and sample the pastry. you got to be close to the microphone. It's okay. Actually, it's just like a normal pie. It's a, well, so it is. Okay. So it is a pie. That, that is store-bought pie crust. Yeah. Because your parents never make their own mm-hmm. pastry or dough or anything anymore. No, it's good. I, I'm still thinking this might have been edible had it been hot. I mean, you know, like everything else I ate growing up. I think I would have hit it from, you know, prying eyes because they were, probably would have well, thought I was weird. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, what the heck is that? This does, <laughs> this does remind me a lot of moussaka. Moussaka. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it does remind me a lot of that. Moussaka. <laughs> oh, God. Mm. I don't know what's bitter in there. Oh, I know what's bitter in there. What? I bet they put broccoli rob in there. Let me see. I, gotta, I don't know. Can I gotta, you get I'm broccoli a- rob in, in North Carolina? Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the closest thing that we used to find when we first moved down here was mustard greens, oh. and that is really, really bitter. But I thought I thought he said that I, I I'm not for sure, but I thought he said that it was just spinach in there is what all that green is. The carrot I'm just not fond. I think of the carrot's the that. best part. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. I give it a C, <laughs> maybe a C plus. Mm-hmm. I think personally, you should cut it into slivers and put it in Ron's lunch because it's full of no, vegetables. No, because I love him. No. <laughs> he eats vegetables. I give him vegetables. Are you kidding? He would eat that. He would eat that with hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> if he made it himself, it would have hot dogs he in it. He would eat that, toast a bagel, <laughs> and slip it in there. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, <laughs> I don't know what you guys ate growing up. I don't know. <laughs> This what, with it, wine is pretty good. <laughs> well, yeah, no. Hey, Mikey, he likes <laughs> it. You can have it. It's all yours. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. not unless we were dieting. Not unless you were dieting. Yeah, because then we would eat very, very little. Mm-hmm. So, is this reminiscent of everything you ever ate growing up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This kind of this uh, encapsulates my childhood eating pretty well. Mm. It's right up there with blood sausage, you know, giving a blood sausage and you're not British to your seven and eight year olds. No, no, no. It's called blood sausage. What? I'm not going to eat that. It's a black sausage. That's because it's cooked. That's the color the blood turns when it got cooked. I'm like, you're not making it any more appetizing. But I, I do like period movies and period dramas and I do like its look. I do like the look. Let's put that. Let's put the. What lid would back we on. call that? What would, that would be called a tart, wouldn't it? No, this what is a pie. This is like a. Nah, yes, it is. Nah, it's like. Is it know, really? That's what they would call that. You know what it looks like to it me? It weighs like five pounds. Right. It's like an English pie, like a pork pie. If anyone watches the Great British Baking Show, no, no, you never watch they'll that. They'll never. They'll never see this on the Great yes, British Baking is, Show. Oh come on! This is like. No. 
If you've ever watched period like dramas and you've pies. watched 15th and 16th century castle, well, I don't know what movie, then you'll see a whole bunch of those. This is like those you molded eat your, pies. You eat it with those forks, you know, oh. that only have three tongs. Listener, I'm interrupting this podcast to note that Juliet meant to say fork tine, not fork tong. Ugh, I feel better. And now, back to the podcast. <laughs> no. While in the other hand, you're holding on to a turkey leg. leg. Or a turkey leg. <laughs> no. This is like one of those. Can you pass the mead? Molded pies. Wait a minute. I'm keeping I, I, I'm, my corset needs adjusting. <laughs> I think my veil just got in my dish here. <laughs> Rapunzel, Rapunzel. No, this mm. is like one of those molded pies. There's a couple ways they make mm. it. They take a dish like this yeah. and they line it with dough, which is what your parents have done. Uh-huh. And then you put your vegetables and your meats and your like gelatin or whatever inside of it. Mm. Right. And then you put a lid on it and you bake it like mm. foreign. 20 blackbirds baked in a pie or whatever Uh. okay and the other way they do it is they have those big wooden molds and they mold the dough around it oh yeah 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 that's what this is like except it's all vegetable well you see look i think that if this is how medieval times (laughs) ate i'd be okay oh come on so so far you'd be okay because you were raised like that (laughs) eating that stuff yeah probably Mm -hmm. yeah what was the worst thing you had to eat growing up? The, the blood sausage. Really? Because, mm-hmm. you know, your mother fed that to me as well. In fact, I have a picture of it somewhere. I will find it, and I will put it on my Instagram. Mm. Hmm. Blood Just sausage in those gigantic beans. The green ones? No, they're not green. They're, they're like white. big, giant. Fa- they're, they're, they're probably lima beans, because my parents always ate a lot of lima beans. I don't, I'm okay I with crayons. the beans. I mean, I'm okay I would just with the beans. Eat crayons. It's just the cannelloni beans. Those are probably my favorite. Um, cannellini beans. Cannelloni is Italian pasta. Whatever. <laughs> manja, manja. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, I can probably eat, for the most part, most beans. The lima bean gives me the hardest time. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that too. I, I'm like, I don't know. I'm okay with the lentils. The The one thing I don't like about lentil stew or soup or whatever it is, whatever they call it. And that's painstaking, or at least the way my mom made it. I mean, she would buy two bags of lentils and go through each and every lentil and any lentil that was broken or any lentil mm-hmm. that looked discolored she, still does. she threw them out mm-hmm. now she just didn't pour them in there and then you had to i think you had to soak them and i really never made it but the one thing i didn't like about it was the bacon that she would put mm-hmm. in it now in spain if i'm not mistaken they would throw a solid piece of bacon mm-hmm. so imagine a brick of bacon that you have yet mm-hmm. to slice up yeah like here wouldn't we call that fat bag yes mm-hmm. yes uh-huh so one square piece of fat bag and then that goes in there and it gives the dish some mm-hmm. saltiness and some smokiness mm-hmm. well if it's smoke cured bacon right yeah, yeah that's true yeah obviously that's so much harder to find mm-hmm. in certain places so bacon sliced up and then it's diced and she would dice it up and she would fry it up, too. I mean, so it was all fried, mm-hmm. and it was really tasty before she put it in there. But mm-hmm. once she puts it in there, 
then it gets soggy. Right. You know? Right, right. And then the fat turns it back into... It crispiness. And then it gets... Yes. It gets, it gets floppy. Yes. Yeah. And I cannot stand floppy bacon. <laughs> no. That's just gross. Mm. Yeah. Man. So, but yeah, the worst thing for me to eat was the blood sausage. Mm-hmm. Just more, the idea more, that more there was yeah. a... Mortilla. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just the idea that there was a ton of blood in it, e- enough to discolor it. And well, I tried it just because, first of all, your parents made it and I was still. You were still new? Relatively new. Mm. I think I was maybe five or six years in. And you didn't learn how to eat around certain things, huh? Oh, no. I mean, well, <laughs> let me tell you something. You want to talk about picky eaters. I am not a picky eater. Mm-hmm. You guys are all picky eaters, including your dad. He's a picky eater. Yeah. Yeah. He's quite picky. He'll, he, he will. Which is hysterical. <laughs> but you know what? I think it's because all four of us have our own, I don't know what you would call it, like our own list of things that are okay to eat in whatever form. Ron, when growing up, don't give him a sandwich with cheese in it because he was totally against cheese. And now, now he eats it fine and whatnot. But ugh, if there were cheese in there, mm-hmm. he would somehow magically Make the cheese disappear. Yeah, stick it to his napkin or something, put it under his chair, (laughs) have the dog eat it. Did he stick it behind the sofa one time? He stuck it right to the sofa, but he was little. I mean, he was like two or three (laughs) back there, and there was like a, uh, you know, the uh, Kraft American slices (laughs) all right in there attached to the sofa. I think my mom would have killed him if she saw them. Oh, yeah. Because she had a beautiful, they had Mm -hmm. like this wool red Mm -hmm. wool sofa mid-century modern Mm -hmm. it had the wood in the front with the little Mm -hmm. tapered legs Mm -hmm. so pretty it was so nice and and then yellow cheese slices on the back (laughs) stuck in the wool the little wool fibers (laughs) yeah because you know that stuff is like glue so i think that we all have i think for my dad and my mom they're picky eaters, but it's not the actual ingredients for them. I think for them, it's the preparation. Mm, I for don't, me, I don't know about it's that. the ingredients. No, I don't think that's right. No. You think there's stuff that they won't eat? Yes. Mm-hmm. That they haven't prepared? Mm-hmm. I think I can give them chicken neck and <laughs> whether they liked it or not, they would prepare it and then they would eat it because they well, prepared it. Okay. So yes, I agree with you to a certain extent, but... They stick into in their wheelhouse, in their in their comfort zone. Yeah, they but I think the majority of us do. I mean, unless you're a food critic. Mm, I, no, I get adventurous and I eat different kinds of foods and things. What? But your mother, she won't eat Chinese food to save her life. Yeah, I know. She but I doesn't want to eat like Hungarian goulash or she doesn't want to eat like, she doesn't want to eat food that is not solely within her but i think it's because she hasn't prepared it or or my dad because i bet that if you gave my dad a recipe for like beef and broccoli right that they would eat it yeah if he made it probably he made it but your mother only likes certain kinds she likes meat that's extra super double well done oh yeah Mm -hmm. and a vegetable and a salad Mm -hmm. and some bread Mm -hmm. that's what she likes yeah yeah or some fish. fish. But the fish, they have to have prepared it themselves. Yeah. She doesn't want to eat fish out. Right. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. They're, they're, and if the meat, she has, these words have left her mouth. And I wonder if I, I'm sure I have it recorded somewhere, hmm. but I don't know. She has actually said to me, if there's juice in the meat, that means it's not done. So if there's any liquid in the meat, that means it's it needs to be cooked some more. Hmm. So when, when Ken makes his beef jerky, 
<laughs> we should cut off a piece and say, here's your steak. This is like vegetable jerky. <laughs> that That's saying? what this is. Well, I think it just seems dry and because, bitter. <laughs> because it's not warm. I think if it's cutting into that, putting it in the oven, getting it all nice and gooey, and then eating it with tortillas. What's funny, (laughs) listeners, is that... Oh, that's terrible. No. What's funny is is when we talked briefly about what we were going to talk about in this episode, Juliet said, wouldn't it be funny if I liked it and you didn't? I know. I did say that, didn't I? I forgot about that. And the fact is, she would be willing to eat it, and I would... No, I'm done. I had my nibble. I caught part of the egg and whatever mystery vegetable was in there. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that white vegetable was that you ate. (laughs) No, that was part of the egg. Oh, was it? That was part of the hard-boiled egg. Oh, it was a little brown. Because who makes a vegetable pie and puts hard-boiled eggs in it? It's a good source of protein. Yeah. (laughs) But it's veggie. It's veggie with protein. (laughs) See? In order to get protein in that, you would either have to put an egg in there or a whole bunch of beans and beans are the magical fruit you know (laughs) i don't know that anyone wants to be around each other after that well what's funny is especially five pounds of it oh i know oh my god that thing this thing really literally weighs it's got to weigh honestly i think it's five pounds no it's got to be i was trying i was trying to hold on to that while she was taking a picture and i was holding it with one hand and my hand started to shake it's super heavy, super dense. I'm Henry the Eighth. I am <laughs> Henry the Eighth. I am. I am. Oh, I wish you could all enjoy a slice of this deliciousness. Mm. It's very mm. yeah, because misery loves company. That's what she's <laughs> thinking. <laughs> Ooh, listener, guess what time it is? It's time for a fact check. So the birds in the pie song, it's actually called Sing a Song of Sixpence. And I got this information from a website called rhymes.org.uk backslash blackbirds in a pie. Now, this nursery rhyme is pretty interesting. First of all, the words go like this. Sing a song of sixpence, a pocket full of rye, four and twenty blackbirds baked in a pie. When the pie was opened, the birds began to sing. Oh, wasn't that a dainty dish to set before the king? The king was in his counting house, counting out his money. The queen was in the parlor, eating bread and honey. The maid was in the garden, hanging out the clothes, when down came a blackbird and pecked off her nose. This fantastic website talks about the meaning behind this particular nursery rhyme, and it's believed that the song was a parody about the relationship between King Henry VIII of England and his second wife, Anne Boleyn. In preparation for a visit by the king to the home of Anne Boleyn, netters were sent out into the fields of the estate with rye in their pockets to spread around to catch a mass of blackbirds. Two dozen blackbirds, feathers still on, (laughs) were baked into a massive pie that looked beautiful on the outside. But when the pie was cut open, the smell was terrible. Yummy. So the words began to sing is a funny way of referring to this in English slang. And that's true for the words, the dainty dish as well. That was intended to be very sarcastic. And the queen in the parlor eating bread and honey, that was in reference to the queen living a life of luxury while poor people suffered. Anne Boleyn was hated by the English people as she had replaced the previous popular queen, Catherine of Aragon. Henry was a womanizer. Anne Boleyn had been a maid-in-waiting to Queen Catherine when he took a fancy to her. Now, the blackbird symbolizes those who are tempted by carnal pleasures. (laughs) Dun-dun-dun. Thus concludes 
the fact check portion of this episode. Well, that's another fun episode of Everyday Macaroni. I would, again, like to give a shout out to rhymes.org.uk for the fun information about the nursery rhyme in today's episode. I would also like to thank my father-in-law for taking the time to make this delicious artifact. Now, listener, I know it sounds like I'm a picky eater, but in fact, I am not. Don't tell Juliet, (laughs) but I took the crust off that pie and turned it into a dish I fed her later in the week. Don't worry, I heated it up and put some cheese on it just for her. I fed it to her with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. (laughs) It was not delicious, but you know what I did taste in it? The love. Aww. (laughs) I would also like to take this opportunity to thank our one listener for supporting us by downloading this episode and sharing it. If you want to see a picture of the vegetable pie, and hopefully the video, if I can figure out how to upload it, (laughs) check out our Instagram page when you get a chance, and while you're there, give us a like and a follow. Finally, just in case listening to this episode gave you heartburn or made you queasy in any way, first of all, we're not to be held responsible for that, but you could take an antacid like Tums or Pepto-Bismol. Now, this episode was not sponsored by Tums or Pepto-Bismol, But it should have been. I hope you enjoyed listening and sharing a laugh or two with us. Stay tuned for more everyday macaroni adventures on future podcast episodes. And if you want to see some pictures of us, you can follow us on Instagram by searching at everyday macaroni or hashtag everyday macaroni. If you want to shop for some fun macaroni merch, head over to our website, everydaymacaroni.com. Don't forget, if you have a blended family story to share, email us at info at everydaymacaroni.com and put the word share in the subject line. Your story might end up on a future podcast episode. How fun would that be? Finally, don't forget to give us a like, share, download, or a good review. The more interaction we get for the podcast, the more episodes we can post. Again, thanks for listening, and join us for the next episode of Every Day is Macaroni! <laughs>